Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure I direct your attention... Welcome back to The Think Tank, a podcast for life's deeper conversations. Hosted by Ethan Finn and Chase Sanchez, they dive into some of the most compelling topics. Join them as they go deep into The Think Tank. Welcome back to Think Tank Podcast. Uh, It's your host, Ethan. Um, Co-host Chase, not here this week. Um, Had some technical difficulties with uh, getting him wired in here to the episode. But, um, so this week it's just me, but I'm also joined at the table today, uh, with Mr. Jake Posey and Tyler Corbo. So gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Sounds good. So, um, I'm going to just start this the way I start every episode. Um, tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself so people can be familiar with, with you two. So I'm Tyler Corbo. I am 18 years old from Hans Ranch, Colorado, originally from Orange County, California, and I'm oh, really I excited. That. I forgot you were from California. Yeah, I moved out to Colorado when I was about four years old, and I'm excited to be here today. Sweet. My name is Jake Posey. I am from the cold, cold north of Michigan. I grew up on a farm raising cattle, um, and I came out to Colorado to, you know, get some get some fresh air, some very thin fresh air, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a uh, little bit less smog than Michigan. <laughs> that's awesome yeah um i well everyone knows about me but you guys i'll just say my little intro too from california northern california though so like uh, yeah. nowhere near where tyler's from like eight hours difference but southern uh, is where it's at so i disagree with you i like norcal norcal it's more yeah yeah socal got too much smog too much, uh, too much pollution. Too many. That's California in general, though. It is. Like, it is California. Get it's getting worse. It. You just need to get out. It's, it's really getting worse because I'm from, uh, I'm from Sacramento, and Sacramento has now like surpassed San Francisco in like violent crime and rape and murder and stuff. Like it's really bad. And it's and just too expensive. It is. It's, it's too expensive, and it, it used to be worth it because people used to justify it. They'd be like, "Well, it's expensive, but we get diverse geography. We get the best culture. We get you know some of the best entertainment." Yeah, and now it's sure. like you can't even justify it because, you know, the geography is on fire every year, and the entertainment has gone politically woke, and the um, the culture has also been ruined. So, oh yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. no, seriously, and and so you know, not to get not to get off track here, but but that's like California really does does suck. I mean, there's <laughs> there's no. Uh, it's like its own country, but like. Yeah, it really is. You know it I really mean? is. But the the thing about it is that if California were to split off from the U.S., at least the way it stands right now, they have like the third largest economy in the world, just the one state. Yeah. So like they would be fine for a little bit, but I think as like as really poor policies keep like being pushed in California, I think if they were to go off on their own, like eventually they would just like, you know, smother themselves. Yeah. Because and all these big companies and entrepreneurs are getting out. Yeah, Elon Musk. I do. That's crazy to me that California, which claims to be like you know, the progressive green energy leader, has forced right. out the most green energy you know innovator in in the, in the world. What's the name that they call the? 
like where all the tech companies are coming out. Oh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I like know. all those big guys are leaving. Yeah. Well, it, Texas it's not. It's or, not friendly for business. Right. Like you can't. And if it's not friendly for business, you can't have a successful economy. Exactly. So, California's economy will, will you know, crumble. start to crumble a little bit. But that's <laughs> exactly. uh, that's that's a conversation for another time. Um, for now, we're we're here to discuss um, anything and everything besides that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Chase and I, we we always try to stay away from politics on here because. You know, it's just like people get it in so many other media, like so many other forms that it's like exactly this podcast was never supposed to be like a political discussion. So mm-hmm. we don't usually do that ever. Well, um, what are we trying to dive into today? Uh, dude, let's talk. We can talk about anything. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm actually excited that you guys are on the show because um, it's been like a month since I've dropped an episode. And yeah. uh, and I'm just I'm just getting looking forward to uh, hashing out anything and everything with you so i'm here for it whatever you can ask me a question if you want you you do whatever you want why are you looking at me like that okay this is like a random question but like what's what was like the move in california like the fun you were your friends you're like okay what are we gonna go do you know okay yeah so you guys do there like so for me like i lived in a suburb it was like 30 minutes outside of sacramento how far were you from the beach um, I could get to the like Bay Area, like San Francisco beaches, yeah. in like two hours. And oh, then, so you're actually not near water. No, I wasn't. I was. I wasn't near the ocean in the okay. sense where I could like just drive there and go hang out at the beach. Right. Um, I was near the mountains though. I mean, I could drive an hour and a half and be up at six thousand feet and be in the mountains. That's crazy. I never thought of like when I lived there. I never even knew there. Like, yeah. Well, so. it's weird because California on the eastern end, especially in the north side of the state, but even in the south side, you know, you got the Sierra Nevadas, so you have like all these mountains right? and it looks like, I mean, it doesn't look as beautiful as Colorado, but it, it's, you know, it's close. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you go on the Western side, keep driving that way. Then you get um, the Bay area and you get the beaches and the ocean. And um, I mean, there was a lot to do. A lot of people like to go to up to Tahoe, which was in the mountains, like Tahoe. You've yeah, probably exactly. heard of it. Um, and they would, have you been there? Oh yeah, dude. We used to go there all the time. We'd go camping there every summer. Um, and we would go like throughout the year too. So, I mean, I was just up there a lot. I've seen a lot of like Instagram posts, like the people's boats are really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool up there, um, really pretty. There was a bad fire there last summer though, and it like people were really concerned about like the forest. Do they stuff. have like any of those restaurants there? Where you just pull your boat up to them. They might in like the Tahoe Keys, which is like in the it's like the eastern side of of Tahoe. It's like the southeast. Right. Um, so that I mean, I I've never been to one of those, but. There, there's so many good places to eat up there, and like, um, there's a, there's a like a ski resort where they held held the Olympics in like oh yeah night it's Squaw Valley mm-hmm. I don't know what year it was but they had the Winter Olympics up there and that's really beautiful I mean it's like, it's like Steamboat Springs, um, super pretty, but, so I mean there was that but like for in terms of like local stuff like yeah. we had we had a big water park near our house and people would go there in the summer and we had we pretty had a, big like water world size like smaller than water world okay um i think just like the surface area too was smaller because it was all like it was like three stories it was right. like stacked so it was like it wasn't like spread out um you know we had the mall big shopping mall we had um movie theaters and all sorts of stuff we also had a lake actually like near our mm-hmm. house um Folsom lake people love to go out there because it's like you could you could get a you could get a season pass for like a hundred bucks, 
Otherwise, it was twelve dollars. It was like twelve dollars every time you went. Yeah, week. it's all year yeah. for the whole like oh, fifth, wow. like like calendar year. So people like that. Um, like during the summer, we'd go to the lake like all the time, um, and so that's cool. Um, but what was like the like go to restaurant for like Californians? Go like is there just like just California in general? Like there's dude, there's so many know. places to eat. Like like there's like In and Out or like I don't know. Yeah, well. It, Yeah, In and Out is like yeah, In and Out is the is the easiest. Like we is it um, like a sit down chain or like? Well, I mean, we have kind of the same stuff as everywhere. Um, yeah. I I can't think of anything that's like California specific. Mm-hmm. What about just like a, a local place near you that you know, like it's not a chain or anything? Did you have like a favorite restaurant? Yeah. Ooh, like local. Um, there's this Mexican restaurant by uh, the church I used to go to, and it's like a super small like hole in the wall place. And they make the best Mexican food, and it's like cheap. It's, it's the place. It's the kind of place where like you get your own chips, you know, and like they're under the heat lamp, and you get your own basket of chips. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was great, and it's like super cheap, good price. Um, and we we've gone there like a lot, but yeah, that's like a super mom and pop like small Mexican restaurant. But there's just so many of those in California, like especially Southern California, like Mexican restaurants everywhere, because yeah. like that culture is like heavily influenced there. There's a good chunk but, of those downtown. Uh, in Denver? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of good spots we'll have to go check out. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Oh, really? What's the restaurant? I forget the name. Um, it, was just, it was just in downtown Manatee. If I went there, I could, I could find it. But I can't remember the name. Gotcha. Isn't Manitou like the number one spot for witchcraft? No, it was. It was. Now it's just like this cult center. Uh, there's, there's this like mate shop when I was there um, last time. Because you said you went up there for a summit camp or yeah, summit yeah. ministries apologetic mm-hmm. conference. Um, and well, there was this mate shop. I don't, have you guys ever had mates? No. What is that? It's a, it, okay, so it's a really interesting drink. I would describe it not as coffee and not as tea. I'd say it's most similar to tea. There's really no like good way to describe. Is it like a chai tea? Not really, no. It's okay. unlike anything you've ever had before. Interesting. Um, but this this mate shop was run by a bunch of Christian cultists that said that you know they were God's chosen people. There was an initiation process to get in to this cult, and you had to be basically a family member in order to get into it at all. Um, but unless you pass the that was one of the groups they were witnessing to trying to you know, fit in. Not what the Bible says. Right. Oh man, that's weird. Yeah. And then this is also the same trip where I had to run from a man in a witch burn mask who was <laughs> that's, so, dude, that's so That's like the stuff out of movies. Like <laughs> Yeah, I it was terrified. Boulder has weird. like that witchcraft kind of stuff too. Yeah. Does it really? I was up there with my family and this guy walks by and he looks exactly like Dumbledore. Like he had this huge <laughs> staff and like I swear he was like supporting himself with like just the staff, which is so weird. Like I, I, I don't know. I like it didn't make sense, but like he was just like walking around. It was really Dude, weird. that's interesting. Yeah. Well, during the Salem witch trials, a lot of a lot of the people that were trying to escape from that were escaping from Salem and the the colonies fled to Michigan, right onto what is now Blood Road, like just down the street from where I am. It, it, it intersects my street. 
That's sketchy. sketchy. That's yeah. really sketchy. Yeah, and I've heard countless stories of people driving down that road, um, and there'd be seen like paranormal activity, or like people, um, like pale-skinned people, jumping and dancing around a fire. Do you actually Dude. believe that stuff though? Like paranormal, like I believe that. Okay, so I believe that paranormal activity does exist. I haven't seen it personally, but I have friends that have seen it, and these people I trust. Uh, I trust their word. Um, I don't want to go into detail about it because it's their story to tell, uh, and I don't want to get details wrong or anything like that. Just, just. Uh, but I, I have had friends that witnessed paranormal activity. Wow. It, it is very present. Yeah. Do you think it's just from the devil? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like ghosts too. Like people, like some people believe in ghosts. Like, well, I, think I mean, it's that's, just, that's I think biblical. it's just angels and demons. Like, yeah, I don't th- think that's there's biblical. There's no, there's other, no such thing like, as like a neutral spirit, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah. So ghosts, ghosts in modern folklore are, are people that you know have unfinished business on Earth, um, and the reason they're going through walls is because the buildings in which yeah, that they that they're haunting. Um, have been, you know, renovated, built, uh, rooms have been moved around, and so they move, they walk the building in the path um, of the original layout, and so if they, if there is now a wall where there was a doorway, and they're going through a doorway, there's a wall there now, so that's why they're able to go through walls. So that's, that's the, that's like the, the kind of paranormal uh, activity you know, people are thinking about now, and that's all just superstition. There's no actual proof of what are your thoughts on Ouija boards do you think those are demonic like are you like okay if you actually connect I just don't I don't I just don't understand like the do you think it's just demons like like if you are connecting well you're connecting with evil spirits so yeah, As a Christian, what's an evil spirit? Way. That's the thing. Like you have to just – there's no like middle ground. Like you can't be like, oh, yeah, it's an evil spirit, but it's not a demon. Like no, if, if you're – Because a lot of them try to connect with their family members. Like yeah, you can't actually do it. No. You're just talking to a demon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or you're, or it's just – I mean it's either that or it's just fake. But either way, like like the, the act of like trying to connect with a – with a supernatural like demon is like – not good like there's no point to it like i don't understand there's like a weird obsession and i think this happened like in the i don't know how how far back does this go i've 1800s right people were like really starting to get into like the whole like like talking to spirit culture and stuff is that like the 80s i mean it's always been here (laughs) yeah Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's all. I, I feel like that is a little bit more modern and recent. I don't believe it actually has to do with actual witchcraft. Just um, a scam to make money. That well, you know, there was a there was a huge movement in the eighteen hundreds where it's like back in the day, the pyramids of Egypt in Egypt, right? They were like, they weren't like run by the government like they are now. So it wasn't like a museum where you could like, you know, you can't touch anything and it's very like sacred, like protected. Like you could just go to the pyramids and like basically do what you wanted. 
So during the 1800s, people would go to the pyramids and they would like try to steal mummies. And they, oh, yeah. a lot of them did. And they, they stole mummies and they believed that because the mummies were like deities mm-hmm. or because the Egyptians believed they were and because, um, because they were like basically gods and they had all this power that if you did rituals with the mummies, then you would also become powerful and have godlike abilities. And it went so far as people would bring these mummies back from Egypt and they would like, this is going to be really disgusting, but they would like blend them up and like eat them. Like they would yeah. eat the mummies because they believe that oh what's the what's the what's the best way to you know consume the deity powers of a mummy is to yeah. consume the actual mummy, oh, yeah. and like it's weird to think about like that's literally cannibalism. Yeah, like there are things older than the mummies though that are actually safe to eat, like the mammoths. The <laughs> mammoths existed, you know, at the same time as the Egyptians, but you know people find frozen mammoths, and you know the people don't eat the mammoths, but they can cook the steak of the mammoth. Can you can you eat mammoth meat? Probably. Yeah. What do it taste like? Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a herbivore. No. It's a herbivore. If, if there were mammoths today, we could eat mammoth meat. Dude, imagine imagine getting yourself a mammoth. A mammoth Go hunting, shoot yourself a, a, a mammoth. The like, hunting expeditions in the American Northwest. Yeah, exactly. That'd be so much fun, though. It would be fun. You have like a game preserve full of like a bunch of ice age creatures. <laughs> Well, okay, so, you know, uh, that was the original plan for Jurassic Park, as cited by Don Hammond. He said, originally, I was just going to do, like, a big game preserve and let people hunt dinosaurs. <laughs> That's kind of like most dangerous game. Yeah. I've got a hot take. You, you, oh, okay, let's hear it. I don't know if y'all agree with this, but I think Jumanji is better than Jurassic Park. Which Jumanji, the original or the no, newer ones? The newer ones. Dude. That's a hot take. That's an L take right there. It's a hot take. That is absolutely no. terrible. What, what, okay, what did we get from Jumanji that we did get from Jurassic Park? Comedy. What's the cultural significance of the new Jumanji films? And the rant, like, like know, the, it, the ripple effect. I just enjoyed them a lot. I never really got into Jurassic Park. First of all, they just got kind of boring. Jurassic Park is ranked the fifth most scientifically accurate film of all time, according to NASA. Just the original? The original Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, because it was based off of theoretical science. It talks about chaos theory. So it's, it's, it's utilizing actual science. And um, it, it's just really cool to see how it all relates. You don't get that from New Jumanji. There's never, ever going to be a situation in which a video game sucks you in and that you're, you're having all these superpowers. No, it, it just, it, that, first of all, it, it didn't add anything. We got, we got like research papers. People got to see, we, we got, we got computer generated dinosaurs. Sci- the most scientifically accurate representations of them up to that point. Um, and people were seeing dinosaurs quote-unquote dinosaurs, what they actually looked like, quote-unquote, for the first time. People's first introduction to, quote-unquote, scientifically accurate dinosaurs. Now, of course, they're not perfectly scientifically accurate. The Jurassic Park T-Rex is a little inaccurate. Um, I've heard paleontologists say uh, the Jurassic Park T-Rex is to an actual T-Rex as Mickey Mouse is to an actual mouse. Okay. Um, So it's like a little cartoony, I guess. A really? little bit, yeah. yeah. They wanted it to look a little bit more scary, but it's it's not that different. Um, but you don't get that from Jumanji. That's true. I also I think it's not really like 
Like, you could even make an argument, maybe, that the original Jumanji is on par with the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, film. and I, I enjoy that movie. Robin Williams is great, but, like, the new Jumanji movies, in my opinion, are, like, really bad. Like, I didn't like any of them. I mean, they're funny, yeah. but they're just, I, I feel like those are just cash grabs. And yes. They're there for entertainment, not necessarily to promote an idea. Just like the new Jurassic World movies, actually. Yeah, the Jurassic World movies yeah. are more for action. I like those. I think they're pretty good. I like Chris they're Pratt. They're all right. Yeah, Chris yeah, Pratt's good. It's cool to see like, the, all, all the new stuff they're doing with the dinosaurs. But I feel like they're just carrying it on. Like, well, yeah. Actually, okay, so this last Jurassic Park film, Dominion, that just came out, uh, Colin Trevorrow, the writer, said this is going to be the last the last one. He wanted to feel like it all tied in, and he really did that in this last movie. Things things from the first movie are finally tied in. Yes, and, and I think that's probably for the best because it's... it's Every it's the same idea. Like you can't really you just recycle it. You can't the same with Jumanji. Like you can't no matter how like different you try to make it, it's still the same really like premise. Exactly. So there's not really much you can do to like add more story to it other than essentially a reboot. Yeah. Speaking of dinosaurs, that might be kinda cool. I just feel like, you know, that's gonna be like fifty years Yeah, and I hope they don't. I really hope they don't. Yeah. What do you guys think about the new Indiana Jones they're making? I'm actually very excited, but I think I it's going to be all CGI. Like, I mean, yeah, that How dude old is, is Harrison Ford now? He's like he's, 80, isn't he? He's in his late 70s, I So think. they're going to make him probably look younger? Or no, I think like, I think they're bringing in the new generation. They have a new guy who's playing like the next indie guy. But he's still going to be in it, Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be in it. He's right. He'll be the original indie. I think that there's going to be a new guy that's like... I don't but think it is. He can't do crazy stunts, like. No, he uh, he can't do it. He can hardly walk. Yeah, he. So which is crazy. That's probably what he's gonna have a bunch of stunts. Or he won't be on the adventure. He might be like a. Like a mentor. Maybe, kinda, yeah, maybe. Unless that's part of the joke, and just like he's hobbling around. And... Oh gosh, I hope not. <laughs> That'd be sad. Though. Hopefully, it turns out good though. Is George Lucas doing the movie? I don't know. Did, or Steven Spielberg maybe. I think it's him. I don't think George Lucas did. Did he? Did he, did he do it? He did the Indiana Jones. I don't think he did. He did. He did. He did. He did, music, he, did the, he did the first one. Um, George Lucas. I, yes, at least the first. Him and Spielberg did it together. Yeah, I know they came up with the idea together. I think it was they were both on vacation, uh, right after wrapping up film for, um, for Empire, and George Lucas said this movie's going to be a total flop. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. That's awesome. It's so weird to me that like George Lucas is like every movie he made was like this is gonna flop, this is gonna be terrible. And then it was like the most successful movie ever. <laughs> well, I feel like his only good stuff was Star Wars. I, I haven't seen much of his other stuff, but it's like have you seen any of his other movies? Any of his like E. T. classic movies? That's a good Kyle movie. Spielberg. Didn't George Lucas have a hand in it though? I mean that's well, I think they, they always have a hand. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe he maybe he should have brought Spielberg in for the uh, the prequels. Perhaps. Although I don't know, I don't know if Spielberg really fits in that type of movie. No, uh, because Spielberg has done crazy stuff too. Have you seen the movie Super Eight, directed by J.J. Abrams? I haven't, but I, it's really good. I heard. Oh, it's so yeah. so good. I mean, it has like this. It feels like a fan film. Oh really? It's a completely unique story. It's like something you could watch on YouTube, except it's featured. Gotcha. That's cool. I mean, 
And then, of course, with Hollow Level Effects. Right. Um, it, but I, I love that movie so much. Spielberg worked on it, which is, you know, kind of, it's an out-of-the-box thing. Typical of, you know, J.J. Abrams, who also did the Cloverfield movies. Cloverfield movies are also really a really good franchise. Gotcha. Uh, Cloverfield wow. Paradox, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heather Bush is one of my favorite actresses. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Steven Spielberg, he did Ready Player One, which is... Oh, you're right, he did. Which is completely black, but also amazing. It, it, it's an amazing film. So, him doing things like Star Wars is, is not... It's not something I wouldn't put it past him. It I mean, it'd be better than Ryan Johnson's Star Wars. That's oh, for sure. Anything so, would be better than that. <laughs> um, I think Spielberg has lost some of his touch a little bit. Like he did, he did the new West Side Story, and that movie wasn't good. I saw it um, actually in the car right I mean, here. I really don't feel like we needed another West Side Story. No, I mean it's a reboot. It's a reboot. I didn't watch the new one. Too. It's like I've already seen this. I don't need someone else's interpretation. Yeah, especially when it was like a good movie. It wasn't like a you know it was a flop, and now it's like we got to redo it. It was like it was a classic, you know. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of film producers and and corporations are making a lot of unnecessary movies now. Exactly, it's just for the money. Yes. Cough, coughs. Disney. Yeah. Disney. Disney's the biggest culprit of this. I mean, think about. I hate all their new movies. All of their live action remakes is a. Uh, I, I mean, no, I like, the Lion King one was great. Yes, the Lion King. You know why Lion King was great? Because it was like a shot-for-shot shot remake. Exactly. All the other ones were like the same, except then they like tried to make it a little different, and I think it ruined the story. Because, I'm not a fan of like their new, like animated movies, like Pixar's new yeah. new animated movies. I, mean, like, which, I liked Moana, but I feel like that was the last one I liked. Was that before or after Zootopia? Zootopia was pretty good. I I enjoyed Zootopia. I liked. Zootopia. I mean, you know, it had it had undertones, but. They just progressively like, have gotten worse over time. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it's become a lot more corporatized. It is. Um, like, yeah. I got excited for Buzz Lightyear, and then oh, I saw some of the trailers, and then, like, it I, just turned out to be a huge buzz. I actually think Buzz Lightyear is, like, one of the worst movies because, um, like... There's some woke Well, concept. aside from that, it's just, like, stupid because the whole premise of the original Toy Story was that Buzz Lightyear is a toy. Exactly. And, 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 it's, and it's like you're a toy and that's okay and now it's like we're gonna make an origin story except he's not a toy now he's actually a space ranger yeah I don't really get but that but they kinda have to have the story of how Buzz Lightyear was created or maybe, I, I, unless the only story how he's created is in a sweatshop in China that's that's how he was created okay it's a cool <laughs> idea though it's a cool idea to I mean, kinda have a story so. of how the toy was created I guess so So like Buzz Lightyear the toy was made after this movie because of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's yeah, like that's like some breaking the fourth wall stuff. But it's unnecessary. It is yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's a cash They're running out of ideas. I also think Buzz Lightyear suit looked an awful lot like Doom Guys with a paint job. I thought it'd be really cool if he just pulled up like a crucible and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they they made they made a really good movie, like recently. And I can't remember. Um, Disney owns the rights to so many things that I, I can't remember what's Disney. Like, anymore. is it just for like the, the Pixar new, movies? The new Predator franchise. The what? Are you talking about recent like Pixar movies? I don't know about Pixar. I haven't seen too many Pixar movies that, that were new recently. Um. Oh, okay. Did you hear about Turning Red? No. no. Daily Wire actually talked about this, oh. and it got so much hate. Like it was. Just, it's like teaching your kid just to run wild with no like rules or anything. Dude. Like it's, it's bad. I couldn't finish the movie. 
Oh, you watched it? I, I started watching it. I got like 15 minutes in. I was like, okay, I'm done. Actually, you know what? Soul was good. If you've seen that. Soul was okay. I I liked, I think the music was good in that movie, wasn't it? Yeah. But it reminded me of Inside Out. I think that's the name. I think, yeah, that movie was Inside Out was good. That was a good movie. I don't think that was Pixar though, right? Wasn't that um I think it was Pixar. Disney Animation Studios or was it Pixar? I think It's pretty much like the same thing. They're pretty much the same thing now. They are there used to be like a huge distinction and then Zootopia changed it cuz it was like the 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 Disney Animation Studios was more like classic cartoons. Like Princess and the Frog was a Disney Animation Studios and it looks more like like 2D drawn cartoons, yeah, yeah. whereas Pixar is like always like the 3D like yeah. animated CGI, yeah. and then Zootopia came out and it was like the 3D animated. So now now it's like hard to differentiate. Did they make the a two. second one? Zootopia? Yeah. They announced it. I don't know if they ever made it. Maybe it's coming out. I don't know. That they kind of hype. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just like, yeah, I think I think Zootopia was one of the last like decently Disney good. animated movies that I was yeah. like, oh, this is actually really good. What's the best Disney? Animated or just Disney movie? Just Disney movie. Oh, dude, there's so many. Well, because, okay, it depends. Do you mean Disney produced or Disney owned? Disney produced. Disney produced has got to be one of the Marvel movies. I'm going to go Rogue One. Oh, yeah, that's uh, good. That was, okay, so, yeah. How about animated? Like Pixar? Like... Pix- best animated Pixar, I'm going to say either Up or Ratatouille. Um, yeah, one of the- Not Cars? I don't think Cars. I think Cars, Cars is, is up better there, than Up. Cars is just Cars is is underrated. I like Up. Like it's underrated. a great love story, but it's such a slow movie. It is. It does get it does get a little slow. Um, now, I will say though that in terms of like just Disney animated, not even like Pixar, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Lion King. How about Incredibles? Oh yeah, dude! Incredibles is good. Incredibles and Cars are both underrated because Bolt. Yeah, exactly. Bolt. I think Bolt, Ratatouille Bolt's though, not very good. Ratatouille is I, one of the I top. I actually really like Bolt because it's just like the concept of it. Like this yeah, it, it has character. It does. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a character-driven film than anything else. That's a right. Disney movie? Yeah. I did not it, Well, it was made for Disney Channel. Well, I it's thought a, it was it's a, It was made for Disney All Channel. All the old Disney stuff. Wally was so good. Wally was great. Wally was great. Pixar, Pixar had a period basically up until like five years ago where like Pixar was like pumping out classics and it was like Toy Stories were great I wasn't a fan of the fourth one though I, I didn't like the fourth one until it had the a end. weird ending the I end was great because I didn't it, like that ending I okay here's here's the way I see it for three movies the toys were always like like making decisions based on Andy and based on like humans and it was like well I'm just gonna do True. whatever I th- think I'm supposed to do and this one was different because. But they're toys. It ends with well, they're sentient beings. I don't know. It you have to suspend <laughs> yeah, your disbelief. Um, and at the implications to that. Yeah, at they the created life. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but at the end, Woody like this is like the first time where Woody like makes his own decision that's not based on someone else or something else. And he just and he literally like he has he's, his, he, he's like wait a minute I love my friends but I have to live my own life, and then he splits You're a off toy. from Buzz. <laughs> You're a toy. Yeah, I know. They're, literally, they're, you don't need to live your own life. Okay, but then you could say the same thing about every animated movie ever. Monsters Inc. They're monsters. They don't exist. Okay, Monsters Inc. was great. Monsters Inc. was good. Have you seen the Monsters University? Oh yeah, I love I Monsters. I love that movie. I almost like it better than the. Okay, original. but is it just me or like I relate stuff to Monsters University here in college? 
I see so many TikToks about it, and it's like, it's pretty funny. Dude, that's hilarious. It's like, I don't remember solely having to use a water filter at Monsters <laughs> University. <laughs> a Brita water filter. That's because Soli was in uh, Roar Omega Roar. I don't even know the different well, games. That's because they're monsters and they the scare like games was not what it the is. The scare games. They use odorous, so they were probably drinking filthy water anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Odorant. I'm. A, I love that. The monsters Inc. They're like in the locker room, and Mike's like, "Hey, do you have any wet dog?" It's like all the scents, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing more disgusting than the smell of a wet dog. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Pretty it's, bad. It's not. I mean, there's, there's. There's smells that are like rancid and just they reek, and then there's wet dog, which is just a whole nother level of stench. Right. Yeah. Did they make it's a really third. Bad. A third monsters. Yeah. No. Anyway. It was just those two. They might have done like shorts. They did shorts. See. Oh, speaking of shorts, they're coming out with the cars shorts on Disney Plus. Okay, sometimes okay. it's just like a Mater and Lightning McQueen like mini stories. Oh, do you? Oh, hmm. like Mater's Tall Tales. Mater's Tall Tales. Oh, those were, were funny. The best. Those were funny. Those were great. The one with like you the ghost. Were there too. You know the one with the ghost, like the mini. Mater and the Ghost Light. Yes. Yeah. That was my oh, favorite. I love that. That one. was the <laughs> best one by far. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's uh. I, car, do cars, cars, and Incredibles are both underrated. People hate sense. on cars never, too, way too much. Shipping? Like, like it was tractor tipping and. I've never done any of that. <laughs> I've done it in real life. What? Does How it does work? that work? Oh yeah, of course the cows are just like falling over on their backs, but you sneak up in the grass and you jump out, boom, and the cows all scatter. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. What's your guys' favorite movie of all time? Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is you know a little bit you know no one likes that movie because oh the human flesh is lacking, but I wanted to go see it to watch Godzilla beat up a bunch of other monsters, and I was satisfied. Put on a light show. The soundtrack by Barry McCreary was absolutely incredible. It's so so powerful. I put it on tier with John uh, with John Williams and Hans Zimmer. Wow, it's, it's so powerful. Dang, did you guys ever see Interstellar? Oh, mm. so good, dude. Not that's really. I think that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, Who stars in it? Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. Is it Sandra Bullock in there? No, it's yeah. is it? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, maybe it is Sandra Bullock. Don't spoil it, but what's like... Matt Damon is in it, too. What's it about? like? Basically, so Wait, it, it takes place... I'm getting actors confused now. It takes place in the... Fu- well, Sandra Bullock was in Gravity. That's why I always confuse it. But it, it, basically, the movie takes place in the future. Okay. Um, and the, the, the whole Earth is like in this dust bowl. And like there's no water. And basically, there's it's not going to be able to sustain life for much longer. So it's like Wally. It's kind of like Wally. Um, and then, so basically, oh, Michael Caine is in it too. And so then the, uh, he's the butler in Batman. Oh yeah. And so then the, the, the goal here is that they've assembled this team of people to go and find another system where we can like live life. Mm -hmm. And so they end up going and there's like interdimensional travel and like black holes and stuff. But, uh, essentially I can't really say anything else about it. Yeah. I, I, don't really... I want to see it now. It's so good. Oh, yeah, and the music, dude, the music that. is so good. It's so good. Listen to Cornfield Chase on the album. Mm-hmm. The oh my really gosh. The interesting thing about that music is when the director approached him and said, hey, you know, I, I, I'm, writing, I'm writing a movie and I want you to do the music. 
uh, Hans Zimmer asked him, well, what's it about? And he said, well, it's about this, this father's relationship with his daughter. And yeah. So he wrote it as if it was going to be kind of like the, this character-driven film. Um, it kind of was, though. It, it, it was. It was. But it wasn't, the music wasn't written for a space movie. So he wrote the theme not intending it to be for a space movie. Oh, and weird. once he realized it was for a space movie, he changed the instruments around. He, he, that's when he started bringing instruments to make it sound like a space movie. But it's, it's the, the music wasn't written for the genre. But it works so well. It works so well. Yeah. He was acting, he was just like, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to change it because it, 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 it encompasses both really yeah. well. One of my favorite things about Interstellar, though, is, you know, the scientific research that they got out of it. Um, they took, uh, they went to a, a scientist and they said, uh, we want to make this black hole as scientifically accurate as possible. Uh, so just give us the numbers and we'll use our computers, which are actually surprisingly more powerful than a lot of computers that these scientists have access to because Hollywood has a lot more of a budget. And so they put in these, these numbers into the computer and they rendered this black hole and they looked at it where it had that kind of double ring shape and it was all bent and warped and stuff like that. And they look at it and said, well, this can't be right. This looks too wonky. So they took it back to a scientist. They said, oh no, those numbers are correct. This is what a black hole looks like. This is my first time ever seeing what it looks like. But it's, it's, it's hypothetical, right? Like black holes are not proven. Well, We've never seen one in real life. Well, not directly. Yeah. Because you can't see it. Literally, the absence—it's—it's it's gravity that's so powerful that it destroys light, so you can't see it. We've seen it indirectly. There was that star that was absorbed by a black hole recently. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Um, so you, we have seen them indirectly, but we can't. You, you, the thing is, you can't see it. You can't see it with you know on the visible spectrum or any spectrum because it's just destroying light by crushing it, which is really interesting to think about because photons are like literally this this incomprehensible. Uh, it, it's just like a ray and a particle at the same time. It's so confusing. Uh, but uh, they actually got two scientific research papers out of the interstellar movie. Wow. Just doing, just doing research for the black holes. So scientists were actively working with the, with the artists and the developers, the producers of this movie, and they, they were able to get, you know, contribute, this movie contributed to the scientific community. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's it's a great film. Really yeah, good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, we should watch it. It's... I need to watch Elvis too. Dude, <laughs> Elvis was did you see Elvis? I haven't seen Elvis. Okay, no. Elvis I haven't seen the new Batman either. I think Elvis is my favorite movie of the year. Like I, I actually think, think it's better than Top Gun Maverick? I liked it better than Top Gun. Wow. No way. So yes. it must be really good. It's fantastic. And it, it's super long. It's like it's like two hours and like thirty five minutes. Like it's really long. But is it intense? Like because I know Elvis um, had a pretty hard life. Like, yeah, I mean, it is kind of intense in that, like, it does deal with real, real world things. And like, by the end of the movie, just like you're gonna hate Tom Hanks's character. You're gonna hate him. <laughs> but that's the point. So yeah. it works. It's it's corporate. It's about you know corporatizing music. Yes, and how like Tom Hanks's character like took advantage of Elvis and his family like really yeah. bad um, throughout his whole life and. Um, I learned so much because I, I I guess I just didn't realize all the ins and outs of like his career and his life and everything, but I mean it's it is kind of sad like it's have have you seen the movie about Johnny Cash I forget what it's called I think it's called like um 
shoot, I forgot. But it's very similar to that. Um, you know, it's the memoir style. But uh, yeah, it's just like it's kind of heartbreaking. Like all these all these singers and celebrities that had so much going for them, um, and then life happens. Yeah. Have you seen the Queen movie? I haven't. Bohemian Rhapsody. I saw it a day before it came out in theaters. Was it good? It was really good. Yeah, I, I But like Freddie best, Freddie Mercury, his life was so tough. Dude, yeah, all these like rock artists and stuff from the seventies and eighties, they were uh, they were shady people. That's for sure. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was the way they like made Bohemian Rhapsody the song like was the coolest thing ever. Like he just just came up with. He was just randomly playing the piano and just comes That's up. That's so with weird. He's like that. That happened with the song um, "Dust in the Wind" by Kansas. Yeah, like that. That finger picking style. That's so unique to it. Like they created that. I've never heard a song it, so complex though. Like. Oh yeah, there's so many levels to it. How do you put opera with rock? Like, well, it's a rhapsody. It's yeah, a rap. I know. It's crazy. It works so well. And they pulled it off, they and did. it was crazy. Yeah, and it's literally one of the most. It's probably the most popular song. And they thought it wasn't gonna work out, like you know, like the producers, like all of them, were like this is not gonna yeah. make any money, and then yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's great. I love it. I love music. I love learning about history in that way. I have a friend who uh, writes her own music. Uh, she's actually the one I was telling you about um, the other day. Oh, okay. Um, she played me some of her music and. It's on tier with NF, and so I really like doing research into you know how how these artists come up with the music because I'm not musically inclined at all. Um, <laughs> Neither am I. Hearing like <laughs> just how different movie themes came into existence, and you know I used to listen to podcasts about you know film score, and it was so insightful. Like Jurassic Park, I could I could talk for hours about the score for Jurassic Park, but you know I don't know. Did you guys ever listen to like the Adventures in Odyssey radio drama? Nope. There's a Christian radio drama. I think I have. Did they make a TV show about they it? They did make a TV show about it. I, I never liked it. I used to watch those at like Sunday school. I think. Yeah. Like, they were actually really cool. Dude. Yeah, okay. That was like Bible Man. Did you ever watch Bible Man? Oh, Bible Man. Did you see Bible Man? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, Bible Man was I want to look this up. Like, I got to figure this out. You got to search this up right now. Okay. It's so like it's so cringy, but yeah. it was literally the most exciting like show ever. Yeah. Oh my word! I never saw this. He like put on the full armor of God. You know, that's like his super suit. Like oh word! Oh my word! It was ninety five so cool, two thousand ten. That's about right. I own yeah. like an action figure, and like they made like costumes too. And I think I had one of the masks. Yeah. Like I went all out. Yeah, the music for Adventures in Odyssey, like their theme song, like I haven't seen that in a long time, but that I do remember was that. Actually. Close my mistake. This guy was trying to write the theme and he couldn't figure it out. And he just literally started hitting the keyboard randomly until he could find something and he ended up just hitting those <laughs> those notes. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's such a classic theme. Like in the, the radio drama, like the actual like the audio stuff is actually yeah. so much better than the show. I like, think I remember seeing those. Like, there's this one Christian store that like my family used to go to. I completely forgot the name. But I remember them selling those. Oh, yeah, I, I, I went to that. Oh, I forgot the name. Yeah, I can't. It doesn't ring well. Oh, uh, yeah, neither can I. But I, I know exactly what you're talking about. They would always have, like, Veggie Tales playing and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, the radio drama was so cool because, you know what, they started off with kind of just like, you know, the problem of the week type thing. Yeah. And then they started to do like these, these serial stories. Like, you know, it would have like a three-part series, uh, three-part story about, you know, particular characters' uh, faith journey. And then they would progress later on. Eventually, they have like these entire, like, almost these, like, these thriller sagas that would span like two or three albums. Yeah. Radio drama, and it was so good. There were like two or three arcs that followed each other. There was the Blaggard arc, the Novacom arc, and then the the follow up arc. Uh, oh, my favorite was like the the second Blaggard arc was so good. What do you guys think about mainstream Christian music, like on the radio? Like, I've never been much of a. I don't know, dude. I've never been a fan of Christian music. Like, okay, like, like rapper, like Christian rappers are pretty good. Like Lecrae. Well, Lecrae's alright. Toby, I, I really like Toby Mac is probably one of the best. Toby Mac. Because it's like yeah. pop, modern pop mix. Oh, he's like 45 years old or something, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He, and he writes music that like teenagers. You, you know the group um, that did Jesus Freak like back in the 90s? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that was Toby Mac. Like he was in that yeah. group. Yeah. And then he split off on his own. But um, DC Talk. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. My dad used to listen to them when he was in college. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think Hillsong is pretty good. Hillsong is good. Sometimes I'm like, What's that other one? Is it Bethel music? Yeah, or Elevation. Theirs is pretty good, too. I like some of Jesus Culture's music. Like, their song, See His Love, was pretty good. Yeah. But there's, like, sometimes you gotta be careful, though, because, like, some of these groups that, like, make really good worship music come from, like, corrupt churches that ended up falling. Like, Jesus Culture. Wasn't Hillsong corrupt? Hillsong, yeah. Hillsong was a huge church um, in, in the UK, and they, they, they fell because it was, like, really bad. Oh, yeah. They're... Hillsong was a little it was in Jesus culture. The church that does their music also got into weird stuff. Like the, the head pastor was like saying that he, he like had visions from God directly from God. And like, he was basically like the authority on earth for like, relaying That's just God's like messages. Antichrist no, it is. Yeah. It's really bad. But like, and so I always struggle with this because, um, a lot of people think like, Oh, well, you know, the worship music that comes out of these places, like you shouldn't listen to it because it's, it's worshiping whatever they were worshiping. I don't necessarily view it that way. I view it more of like, you know, I'm using this music to worship the God that I know. Yeah. And so I, I don't think you should discredit right. everything that, all the content that a group has made just because they happen to be not the best theologically. Be associated with the church. Right. Um, I also, I mean, there are certain worship songs which I'm like, you know, this, this is not my worship. Um, I keep forgetting the name of the band. Um, but they wrote the song "God's Not Dead." Oh yeah, um, Newsboys. Newsboys, yeah. They're oh, I like I'm a friend of God, where they just like talk about I'm a friend. That's I, I, I just I've never found that song. Yeah, they made a whole movie. I can't do. Yeah, uh, they made two movies. God's not yeah. dude. They made three of them. They made. Did they third. really? Yes. I only knew about that. They made. They made a third one about like education and how like the American education system is like creeping in all this like bad stuff, you know. It, it came right, out. It came right. out like last year. 100%. I remember asking uh, asking a, a friend, you know, oh, are you a Christian? He said, well, I've seen God's not dead. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you're going to heaven, dude. I I <laughs> oh, can't. People put those Bible verses in their like, Instagram bio and they don't even like know it. Dude, it's I actually can't stand like Christian movies like that most of the time because the acting sucks the story is dry and it's all, it's all, this is the same reason I don't like Christian music is because 
it's all the same like cookie cutter. You're going through seasons and valleys, and God is with you. Yeah, the end. and it's always a happy it, ending. I yes. I want someone to write like a brutal, gut wrenching Christian film where it's not a happy ending. Yeah. I mean, even if the songs are bad, when you are worshiping, like you feel it. You okay, know. You yeah. Like, like even if the songs are cringy, you're still having a connection with God. Most of the time. At least I am. <laughs> oh well, look at you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some Christian movies that are really good. Like, there, uh, have you seen Courageous? Yeah. That's a gut wrenching one. That yes. one does a really good job. The, it's not. Yeah. Happy. All the movies that were made by that guy or whatever, like like Fireproof. Yeah. Is another one like is is the same type of movie because it like deals with real world issues and like how you apply your faith to that. And then they they've got you know documentaries. Yeah. Uh, the Christian documentaries are really good. But yeah, they're movies because they don't have like high budget. Yes, right. They don't have the best writers. Mostly because of their budget, they can't afford like better writers. Passion of the Christ was produced was a non Christian film about a Christian story, and that one is that one is incredible. I it think took that's them, like what like fifteen dude, twenty years. Oh yeah, I think like it no, dude. The Passion of the Christ, the story of like that movie and them making it is actually like insane. Like so, the guy that was played Jesus. Oh, he went through so much, like... He got... Actual. When he was on the cross, like, you know, he obviously... Struck by lightning, he got he... struck by lightning, yeah. like, twice. Yeah. <laughs> while they were filming the movie. And he was... He came He came to one of our... One, one of my old churches. And he, really he spoke. Cool. And he was, like, talking about his experience. And, like, that's... Man, if that ain't the devil, I don't know what is. Like... Yeah, literally. Yeah. He's trying to shut... Really, really insane. Isn't that a Mel Gibson movie? Yeah. What... I think that's the best, like, account for, the, like, the last few days of Jesus' life. It's... Yeah. It's so accurate. It re- it's really impacting. Really yeah, good. I mean, it, it changes your whole perspective. I agree. Yeah, the pain he had to go through. Oh yeah. They actually demonstrate, you know, like the whipping. That was just insane. Did you guys ever see the movie uh, Jesus of Nazareth? Mm-hmm. It came out in the seventies. It was made for TV. It's not very good, but it, it, because it was made for TV, it, it doesn't really show the gravity of the situation. So it's like there's minimal blood. There's like. Rather than have Jesus carry the whole cross, they only have him carry like the middle crossbar part. Do you, you know? remember? Um, I think that several years ago, like probably a decade ago or more, fifteen maybe. Uh, there was a TV show on the History Channel called The Bible. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, this was. Um, th- that was like. I'm surprised my parents let me watch that. I was probably like eight years old, and I'm watching people get their throats slit. I was like, Yeah, no, this is the Bible. No, it's it, pretty good though. I it was good. It was good. Time. I still think that like they went, um, they went a little bit like soft on Jesus's death. Yeah. Like the passion is pretty really much all films gory. go soft on it except for. The, yeah, that's why I like the passion, and I know it sounds bad, but like it really just shows like the trauma. That Jesus went through. Yeah, even when he's in the garden praying, like they usually yeah. just skip over that part. I know. Yeah, like, it was yeah, scarier so when like the devil showed up. And it was like, yeah. yeah, which I don't. You know, that's not necessarily in the Bible, right? But, you know, it. I think that was that was more of a story element to get the point across, like right. Yeah, um, that you know this is real. And I mean, it could have happened in, in the sense that like the the like Satan could have. Like visited Jesus, maybe just in his head though. Like it didn't even have to be like physically there. Yeah, it, it was it was about the temptation. I mean, Jesus was tempted to give it all up. He, mm-hmm. he was not excited to go die. Of course not. Yeah, he could, he, it was it was going to be physically painful. I mean, he he prayed and asked God yeah, to said, take I it from him. To do this, but your will, not mine, be done. Yeah. Have you guys seen the shack? No. 
Is this okay. a scary movie? No, it's a no, 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 no. It's a Christian movie. <laughs> oh, really? I hundred percent recommend. Like, I don't want to tell you about it because, like, they showed it to me at school without telling me like anything that happens during it, and uh-huh. it's really impacting. Like, it changes your perspective on the Trinity. Like, really? You'll you'll have to check it out. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to like spoil it. Okay, have you guys seen the show? This is a total like change of direction. Have you seen Thirteen Reasons Why on Netflix? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I remember you talking to me. Okay. I haven't seen anything on Netflix in a very long time. I was like vehemently against watching the show because like when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, it's encouraging suicide and all this stuff. It's not. Not at all. It's actually really good because it it really like shows like the realities of what happens like when there's like a traumatic situation like that and how it affects everyone else. And then the ramifications like it's not a happy ending. Like even through there's four seasons and I over COVID I watched I watched them all because I had nothing to do, and uh, like even when 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 the show ends like it's a everything is wrapped up, but it's like you just feel like empty like it's like like it, it just deals with loss in a way that's like real world. Right. That, but, and of course it doesn't have anything to tie into that. Like they try to answer this. It's the same thing with the, the Dead Poets Society. Um, they're trying to find answers for their problems, but they're doing it from a like a, a standpoint that isn't one of faith, and so there's always True. going to be something missing from it. Great point. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, that's a really good point actually. I what I enjoyed about it was that there was a season two deals with like the the trial of so one of the reasons why why there was the suicide in the first place was because. There was a guy at the high school that, you know, assaulted, right? Yeah. Bad stuff. And so when he's going to court, when like when it's when he's going to court, he's he's on trial for uh, his crimes. Like, he basically gets a slap on the wrist, and like they totally could have just you know sent him away to prison, and like that would been the end of it. But like the fact that they didn't, and they like showed the that you know that doesn't always happen right like the criminals sometimes get away with it or they don't they don't get enough like yeah you know punishment and so i think i think that was really good because it i think it shows um <laughs> oh my god you just cut it dude everyone, everyone's we're already at 53 minutes 53 bro. okay i said well, we cut it right wait here. just just we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up we'll wrap it up we'll wrap it up All right, okay yeah, we yeah, are at 54 that. minutes anyway that's a weird way to end the episode um, do you guys have any, any last thoughts before we bounce out of here? What'd you say? No. Nothing. How I've enjoyed you? this time. Yeah, you, we jumped through a bunch of different topics, but we it's do. Pretty, That's it's what fun. happens every episode. I tell you, we like we're always uh, Chase and I are always going back and forth, all sorts of different stuff. We've talked about everything. So, um, so yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week. Um, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, um, thank you. I'm your host Ethan, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to The Think Tank. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can email Chase and Ethan at thethinktankcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thinktank.pod or on TikTok at thinktankpodcast. The music of Think Tank Podcast is recorded and produced by Corbin Finn.